What's up and welcome to Groundbreaking, a friendly original podcast bringing you the young creatives redefining entrepreneurship and introducing you to tomorrow's leaders today. I'm Jake Brewer. Let's get started. Today, we're joined by Ezla Lewis, a content creator, fashion designer, and creative entrepreneur who founded Palicos, a clothing and lifestyle brand. The Houston, Texas-based fashion extraordinaire has never been one to ask what if, but see what could be. With a growing base of thousands and collection after collection on the way, he took the time to chat with us today on what the brand means to him. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Groundbreaking. I'm so excited you decided to join us for another episode. This podcast and this whole series has been something that has been so fulfilling. And I know I kind of say that at the beginning of every single episode that we've done, but truthfully, I have learned so much. And just within these past few episodes, I've had a list of just takeaways that I loved that our guests have said. And today, you better make some space in your notebook because we have somebody joining us who um, I have, or I guess I met a couple of years ago. Now, time is so strange, um, but learned a lot from whether he knows it or not, and um, sort of took away a lot of interesting aspects from the brand that he's built because it is such, and at least in my mind, an iconic and very well developed and clear brand, which is extremely hard to do, especially from a very young age. Um, and so I, I could probably continue hyping him up for a bit. Um, but I'm so excited to welcome uh, Ezla to the show today. Ezla, what's up? Hey, hello. Thank you for having me. That was a fire introduction. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, glad. I'm it's good. Tough. It's tough to do like justice. I mean, you, Thank you. have tackled <laughs> so many different projects. And uh, was it two years ago we met? Yeah, right with the, yeah at the Abercrombie. Which is, does, I don't know, does that just feel like yesterday to you? Yeah, or that was maybe like, not, maybe not. No, it really does. No, seriously. Like, I was just thinking, I always think about that. I work for Abercrombie still now, but it's like just thinking about that experience, like meeting all those people going to home office and just like going through that. I was like, bro, this is luxury cool. Like, it's like, but it's work. So it was cool. It was like a really cool experience for sure. Right. It felt like very much an out of body experience. Like, I don't think yeah. anybody who was there felt like they should be there. No, like everyone was just like, like what? For sure. Like I thought there was a massive like, mistake. That, <laughs> but it's like it's cool too because I guess everyone was meant to be there in a sense. So like it's like a connection kind of network. We never knew that we needed each other or wanted to know about each other until we had the opportunity to. You know, universe gives us pretty cool things like that. No, absolutely. It's it's mind blowing to me how many opportunities I've gotten just since. Um, that weekend that we yeah. all spent together and the right? opportunities that people that I met that weekend have given to me. I just feel like mm-hmm. I'm like just owe my whole life to everybody that I met uh-huh. that weekend just because of the way. And there's um, Nia was on the show. Um, mm. and oh. She just, um, she just blew my mind and reminded me so much about how much I love everybody who we did that with. And even though yeah. it's been two years since we've all seen each other, like right. seeing, seeing especially your success has been like, I guess this sounds so corny, I think, but like the best way to describe it is like a proud parent thing, even though yeah, I have I nothing that, yeah, to do no. with it. <laughs> I feel you. Like, <laughs> like watching you flourish is so exciting to me. Um, Thank you. 
Of course. So before we dive into the journey, um, I always like to start off, of course, very kind of naturally with yeah. just a general like pitch of your brand. And don't fret by the word pitch too much. I know um, yeah. that that <laughs> sends shivers down my spine. Um, right. So just kind of tell us about Palicos and the vision that you had and how it really just started. Um, Palicos was made off of me working in retail for the first time when I first ever moved to Houston. Like my first inside job was at Hollister and I, the second day there, I fell in love with retail. I fell in love with like fashion retail, like the systems, like the passion behind it. Like there's a home office corporate kind of thing behind all of this. And it's just like a beautiful, I don't know, synergy. I just love it so much. And I was like, you know what? The second day I was working there, I was putting in G and I was like, I want to make my own brand and started making Palicos. And I realized that, you know, fashion doesn't have a lot of optimistic like you know tendencies as much so i was like you know let's make this design company through fashion to spread optimism as much as we possibly can in the most refreshing way absolutely do you do you feel like was it always fashion for you because when i think of like fashion icons that Mm -hmm. i've met and i genuinely mean this like i think of you thank you Um, was was it was that always your was that always your goal was that always the vision I mean even before you started thinking about like retail definitely I mean no actually no not even no not even that I just wanted to play basketball oh I just that's the only thing I wanted to do I wanted to be a dentist and play basketball that's it and then when I started working retail that's when I was like "Mm, I like fashion but I like retail like I, I don't care what I sell it's just since I worked in fashion and I know fashion and I like style and it makes my eyes feel happy in my mind mm-hmm. I'm like yeah fashion's cool like I want to have that household name for sure absolutely and I know you're gonna get there absolutely um the I'm curious what at what point did that like sort of moment click where you're like I have to do this on my own because I think that's a huge moment a lot of people start with their creative sort of journey starting with a company that's already established that's similar to where they kind of want to go mm-hmm. and then that decision to finally break free from that is terrifying to say right. the least um, but how did you get to that that point and realize that you were ready for that? Um, it was just to be good at something or to, like, I guess, express yourself in some kind of way to follow a, a vision or a passion. You kind of just have to, in these times, Google whatever you want to do, have a passion and just kind of, like, take a risk, I guess, even though I had zero idea, no idea how to do anything at first. I was like, you know, I'm going to teach myself. A person can teach themselves whatever they want to teach themselves as long as they're passionate and they love to do it. So the journey has been pretty pretty interesting. And it was, there was I wasn't really scared to go out and do it. I was more just like, let's see what happens. Like, I, I'm more, yeah, I was just excited to see what would fall from just doing that, you know? So Yeah, I, yeah. I, I that reminds me, I remember when I, we just talked about two years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first saw you And I just remember thinking that you had such a purpose in mind, whereas like I was there and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, they're going to like catch me that I just don't understand anything. But I remember, (laughs) I remember you carried yourself in such a way that was like, oh, he knows where he wants to be and he knows where he wants to be is here. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was so powerful. And I just remember you documenting everything so well and you just constantly (laughs) absorbing every piece of every single moment and I was like how is he not like showing how overwhelmed he is 
Um, and so when you say like, it was a very natural transition for you to <laughs> shift out of like that sort of environment and think about your own, I just was right. like, that is what I would totally expect from you because you I feel like your Im- ambition and your sense of purpose is so much greater than a uh, need for comfort. For um, sure. And you embody that so well. So Thank you. you, so you left and I mean, what, like, what's that first, like, do you just, I mean, you said like you just Google and you just kind of see what yeah. pieces you can sort of scramble together. But Definitely. I think what's so, what's so interesting about like this episode specifically is because your venture involves like an inventory based um, right sort of process. And so I think we can definitely dive into that a little bit. Definitely. But when, I mean, like, are you like, okay, do I just, do I need funds? Do I need like to fundraise? Do I need like sponsors? Like like, what do you like get your hands on like right away when you're starting a like huge fashion line like you have? Well, when you first start, you just kind of find what's available, what you think is available. Like I, you just kind of sit down. If you know nothing, you, you're from zero, from zero. You can absorb everything that's new is like a new lesson. So like what I did was just like locally find people, watch documentaries on like how people came up on, you know, how to talk retail or how to talk, I guess, to manufacturers to make things for you, how to make a, a dream, a design into an actual reality thing that people can obtain and buy and, and be happy with. And I just knew that if you had a good logo name, a brand name, some some kind of statement, you can sell anything. It's like, you just have to put your logo on it if, if that's the case. And it needs to be valuable to that consumer. And that's what, that was my driven mind. That's like what I constantly thought about to push myself to find like, what's that thing that I want to make, whether if it's clothes or books or hats or, or paintings or whatever. I just found resources through Google and just did it honestly like fashion show like the thing that really hit us off was doing fashion shows in Houston like no one I I mean when I was like I was like 17 no one was really doing fashion shows like I never in my life been to a fashion show but I've seen like thousands of them on the internet because that's like what I wanted so bad and um I just went out there and did a fashion show it was like literally five t-shirts 25 people came and like two years Mm -hmm. after that like that same kind of um fashion show atmosphere like two years two years after that my first fashion show from 25 we had like 400 people come to our show like we had we had more people engage with us more because we were constantly doing something we never stopped from i mean we still don't stop now it's just like if you have a dream or a focus and as a brand as an inventory brand as a retail brand clothing or design or book whatever you want to make it's all the same thing it's all the same retail system Mm-hmm. I just enjoy figuring that out, I guess, yeah. I I want to know because you were like you knew and I think I think you had the right strategy based on my own mm-hmm. like sort of thoughts and what I've picked up on the industry of right. it's it's about a, a name and yes. building loyalty to that name. Um mm-hmm. so I'm curious where did where did Palicos come from and what was the sort of inspiration behind that? Um I always I knew that if I was going to have a brand, a company, I wanted a name that would that didn't exist, but it sounded interesting and it looked interesting and it looks good with every font that you can make, mm-hmm. even the simplest fonts. And I just like was folding jeans one day and I was just like thinking a different name, like to pass the times, you know? And it was like Pelasti or um, Le, 
the sauce. It's like a whole bunch of different names, like Palasti, mm-hmm. Alta, Aliwati, um, Palacios. Like it was just different names. I was just making like different. I was literally thirty minutes for thirty minutes just saying different names. And Palacos came up, and I was like, "Yo, that's crazy!" And I just kind of spelled it on my phone and did that little um, line on top of the e. And I was like, "Oh, Palacos." And I just felt like it was the perfect word to embody positivity, creativity, and belief into one word. Like, Palacos is like a is a brand, but it's also a statement. It's it's a lifestyle. It's it's simple words to kind of live by, and understand to the best of your ability. All right, Inter- interesting. I think I, it's interesting that it just came to you like that. Yeah, just like inherently. Um, I love that, and I guess you take that mm-hmm. with a of salt and like okay if it came to you and you feel that strongly you got to run with it right so for sure. then are you is your first sort of design and your first sort of concept are you focusing on the name at that point because it's now it's just has a meaning to you and you want to give it right. a meaning to others right. are you focusing on investing in the name at first or are you thinking about that product and how did you know kind of what your consumer base was looking for I knew that I needed to use social media to the bestest ability. I knew that, like, this is just looking at it, just being inspired by it. Like, I knew that's what we needed to kind of go off of, in a sense, to know what things are people consuming online, you know, and in real life. Because I didn't have a storefront. Like, I didn't have anything to go out and sell. Like, we did pop-up shops and the fashion shows, but those aren't going to be consistent. And, you know. The air, we were in the era of like internet of e-commerce to the highest ability so I was like you know what whatever it, it then after thinking that I just realized like we can literally make whatever we want and as long as it's good design as long as it means something for us and it can be useful to our consumer and it just if it looks good for me if, if, if I if I feel like it looks good like as designers I'm just a designer I just add things onto the universe to make them prettier and that's in every detail whether if it's systematically or product wise design wise idea wise talking anything it's just like you know as designers you want to make the best yeah, add did... onto something good yeah onto go for the it. sorry yeah. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> um i'm i want to know a little bit more about that first sort of fashion show that you mentioned yeah. i think you said i think you said five shirts Is that yeah, what you said? yeah five t-shirts <laughs> five um, t-shirts like what were you was that as something that you organized yourself yeah or oh wow okay yeah, so you something. just look for I, space in the area and yeah, just try so to get my, people out yeah i just i found that was like the first time i ever worked with like spaces and like how to communicate with like different vendors and different event spaces and stuff and i knew that that was like a big thing in houston and i was like well this is cool because like once you use one space, then you find another one, then you connect with another one. Mm-hmm. Then it, it's just like, you kind of, it feels like a game. Like you level up, like how good are your events? And I try to do the best I can to like get them sponsored or like, you know, work with them in some kind of way to like create more opportunities for the fashion shows. But with the first fashion show, it was, it was like, this was like a blessing because my friend that worked at Hollister at the time, Devin, shouts out Devin, my brother. Um, not my real brother, but he's my brother. Anyway, um, his dad was like a creative director for the still, I believe still the creative director for this museum in Houston. It's called like Buffalo soldier museum. And it's like in the mid, like 
museum district kind of area and there's an event space and it was like they're like barely making it like it's a very old building and but there's a third floor that looked like an event space that was big enough to have and it was all beat up like the ground like the it was just imperfect like it was just a destructive third floor of a museum but it looked so cool like it was like it looked like it was just cool and um we used it for a fashion show and he, he let us use it for the fashion show and and he knew wow. some people that yeah that it was just like it like the first step was like it just it was like the universe and god just put it on our laps on my lap and it was like here you go like this is you you're passionate about it you understood it you did that studying or whatever all that passion that drive and it was just like given in a sense you know off of like just gratitude period and after that i was like dang i just needed to learn as much as i possibly can from working retail at abercrombie and fitch and just doing my own thing from pop-ups and like doing activations and working at proper and doing and selling in retail stores now like it was just like all a part of the plan and there's still so much more you know I have so many questions to follow yeah. up with just Please how w- wonderfully that fell into place for you. Oh my gosh. I'm like, when does that happen ever? That's amazing. <laughs> um, I want to know first, because I know a lot of your work and how you've built your brand is through right. in-person sort of physical events, which is super unique for e-commerce. Right. Um, and I want to like hear from you specifically, because this is an issue that I've truly had from a personal level of mm-hmm. finding the right like venue or space. Yeah. So like when it comes to that search, like what are you looking for in creating an event in the space? Because I mean, it comes with an ambiance that's sort of out of your control, sure. which is kind of what's already there. Right. How do you, how do you decide what is going to be best for the brand during the event? Whatever venue space wants to work with me for the for the best price for the best that, reason that that's a good answer that's a good <laughs> solid answer <laughs> just because i mean like i think any venue that you stumble upon you stumble upon for a, a reason and it's like it's for your aesthetic and you're supposed to do whatever you can to make it you like it's your remix it's your collaboration like i've realized like when you even like with naming the name palicos or finding different like, you know, venues, like, I try not to be too indecisive and have too many options. It's just, like, I just want it done. And if it's something I can do in the long run and just kind of create my own story with it and appreciate it, because, like, the universe gives you literally everything. And it's kind of just, like, you're supposed to roll with it and just appreciate it and do the best you possibly can. And all those kind of things worked out. It works out every time even from photo shoots. I knew that this was an actual thing when we started doing photo shoots and every photo shoot we had was like amazing. Like every, I, I realized why I stayed so long, why I loved doing this is because of the photo shoots. I, it's so, that interaction, that moment is, is in, insane. Like that's how you build like a brand sometimes. To me, I feel like that's like one of the most natural ways. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's- that's cute. I mean, what a, and I can imagine, especially for um, a clothing brand to then see, it's probably one of the first times you see like a product on somebody yeah. um, in an environment. I can imagine yeah. how full circle that feeling is. Definitely. Um, so, and of course your brand depends on these f- sort of photo shoots. For like that's sure. what builds your vibe of not only the website, right. but the social content social, that you're yeah. really committed to. Um, you don't have pictures, you don't have a brand. Exactly. And I, what's so interesting that you say that is I associate so much 
of your brand with the people I see in the photos. Right. And you have a really great balance of consistency, but I feel like I see new faces right. every once in a while. How, yeah. how, how do you like get these people? And I mean, maybe they were just close friends or right. people you hired no. in the area or like, Not how do you all. get them committed to the brand um, um, from like oh. such an early stage to a like come in people. and like, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, my bad, my bad. <laughs> No, no, I'm. You're totally ready to answer the question. I appreciate yeah, I it. love that question. Um, like, how do you get these people energized, especially as much as you are, to give their time to build Palico South? Like, energy feeds off of energy. You know, when someone's excited about something, like you, kind of want to be excited too, or you want to. If you understand something, or if, when, as a human to a human, when you see someone, you know, fully trying to discover or accomplish their passion or their you know overall happiness like you want to add on to that because that's like the world saying that you're going to get that too like you you're on that same path if you're around happy people then and happy brands and happy atmosphere it's fun to do it it's fun to be a part of like you want to know more and you just want to hang out and if if it's something that you want to do and you have a passion about all the people that i've worked with all the people that I model with the number one question I ask them is what do you want to do? Like, what's your passion? Like what's something that you love doing? And when they say they like to model, that's okay. Let's go take pictures. Let's create a portfolio. Let's create, what can I do? What can we do for each other to kind of, you know, make our passions come to life in some sense, even if it's not to the maximum where it's like we, we become, you know, social media famous or famous or it's just mm -hmm. going through that experience as a human while you can but um most of the people i find like whether i'm working like random off the street like just when i'm working somewhere um if i see a face that's unique or if i see like someone that's unique i just go up to them and talk to them because i love talking to people and i just <laughs> let them know what's up and if they're interested in modeling and 99.9 .9 of the time People want to model. People want to experience that, you know, especially when they see the brand because they enjoy it. They, I, I think it's, I, I mean, I know it's good. I don't think I make bad things. Like, I'm sure people will enjoy it. So I guess, you know, that's uh, also add-on too. So um, it's just been a real cool ride just meeting all these different people and creatives and passion project people to add on to the history of our brand. And I'm more than willing to help other people too with whatever they need. Like I, I love working with other people. I think collaboration, I think working as a team is going to get you so much farther than working alone sometimes. Absolutely. Do you feel like that, does that trust come from that sort of like give to then receive and just that constant like back and forth, like helping each other? Or like For sure, where does yeah. that sort of like donation of time and like mental energy because amongst all the crazy right. things that we're constantly focusing on at yeah. one single time why do you think people are so willing and ready to to donate that time because we're a brand of optimism like our number one thing to push is optimism and anytime i have a chance to talk to someone i just want to talk to them about optimism or happiness or positivity like I realized like being in the States, a lot of people tend to kind of conversate off of like what things aren't good. Like when you ask someone how their day was, they're like, it's okay because I didn't get the juice box I wanted from Starbucks. Like 
what <laughs> like you know that's yeah. that's why even say that like i mean i know it happened and it might suck but you're alive there's so many other things to appreciate and i just wanted to get a platform to a point where i can just talk to influential people i can talk to people that want to be influential to yeah. kind of just give them a peace of mind of positivity more how many i haven't ran into anyone that speaks as much positivity as i do and i mean i do sometimes but it's like how can we spread more of that how can we get more people to think realistically but as optimistic as possible and that's kind of like always a case too you know and when you give that time and while you're creating as a creative like you give genuinely like you know when you give something and not expect a reward you get so much more like you're not like sometimes when i give to Mm -hmm. people i know that i might not get it back from them i know that the universe and god's gonna give me something bigger you know but that's not why i do it i just understand that's there but it's like if it's making me happy like if i don't do anything that doesn't make me happy every single thing i've done from little king to now king i mean asla is (laughs) um is all because of I, I wanted to do it. it it made me happy it wasn't hurting me nor was it hurting another person in any way it just made me happy so i guess i just you know that's like a i guess a code i have a code i have with myself that's extremely valuable and something that i definitely see you embody so well um especially across um, all of your social and how you operate there. And right. um, I would assume that's where a lot of your brand is built. Um, and I want to, I want to transition and talk to uh, talk about the social aspect of it, mm-hmm. because I mean, I think you kind of touched on earlier, like there are so many resources. If you just Google them, right. start with like an e-commerce platform yeah. and you can build a website now, Tight, that, yeah. those sort of things. But social is a really, a really tough thing to tackle. For um, sure. And I think, and I know you know that because right. of how clear your vision is, and that just doesn't that just doesn't come like right off the bat. Getting that across on social, yeah. Um, so I want to know when you're creating this sort of content that's meant for social. What have you learned is sort of your best performing pieces, and how did you decide to translate this these mantras that you've been telling us um, into like a visual piece? However, refresh, like I, when I, you know, social is all about saying the most refreshing thing. I, I think, mm-hmm. especially as, as an optimist, I think whatever looks refor- refreshing on an image, like when you see an image, like, you know, you can tell what's going to make you feel like, like, you know, your eyes are saying, wow, I feel kind of nice, you know, like seeing a yeah. picture and even reading words on Twitter and stuff, I just kind of tend to do whatever's refreshing to the mind, refreshing to me. If I read something from a book or the, the secret or the guy or whatever, if I get a quote from it, or if I, you know, find different ways of interpreting it to the modern world, in a sense, I think that I just love to share it. Anytime I have something positive that I feel like I can add to the world, like I do the best I can to just share it, whether if it's through an image, whether if it's through a, garment a collection um a tweet uh instagram post a story whatever it is where you know the number one goal within us is to spread that kind of energy for sure do you do you feel like that sort of what people want to see like almost release um content is that 
in terms of the content that you're producing, like the right. so photo shoot aspect of it, or the very yeah. like natural, just kind of like what a what a common sort of view and perspective is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm explaining that the best. No, way, you are. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, which do you feel like is best for social? This sort of curated think, sort of thing that you've done or yeah. a different and i know you run a few different social accounts too so maybe right. we can touch on like how you operate each i guess oh yeah every every social media account has its own aesthetic you have your own kind of like um group or personnel that's watching you but at the same time if you're making a page you're making a page because you want to you want people to see your mind your mind of aesthetics or, or whatever you want to put out there and as long as you're constant and you're consistent with these posts you can you can literally post anything if you think it's good just post it within each like social media platform that i like work on every single one has a story every single one has some kind of reason for it to exist and we kind of do the best we can to portray that in an aesthetically pleasing way we just test different things we just kind of you know play with it it's all it's everything is always trial and error it's nothing's ever really done it's more mm-hmm. just kind of just like we're just testing waters we're just seeing different things that's gonna work and it's not gonna work you know so it's it's an on and off process it does get tiring at times but if you really want to focus on it and succeed in it you just got to keep going you just got to keep just like eh, let's do it <laughs> We're just getting started hearing more about Ezla's story and what Palakos came to be and how he envisioned it, but we gotta take a quick commercial break. Give me 30 seconds, we'll do more groundbreaking. Being a college student or recent grad right now is full of unknowns. I don't think many of us intended to be living with our parents, but I know I've been meeting way less people than I would have in person. That's why I'm so glad that for my female friends, the Holdat team, who we had on the podcast just a couple weeks ago now, launched Back Pocket, a membership community full of workshops, book clubs, podcast clubs, and one-on-one mentorship. Applications are now open to join them, and I seriously hope you do, because this is such an incredible resource, especially right now. Just head to holdat.com and click membership to get started. Welcome back to Groundbreaking. So glad you're with us today and so glad you're going to be hearing Ezla's story. He has so many key takeaways and really learned how to put himself out there and be confident with the brand and just accepts that everything's going to happen because it's meant to happen. It's a tough mindset to get and he's going to talk about how we got there with more Groundbreaking now. Your just message of optimism is just coming out so clearly in like the way you speak and of just like you're just taking everything with a notion of i know that this could not be what i envision right but that sort of taking taking that leap and embracing whatever that fate may be mm-hmm. is the only choice that you have yeah definitely ultimately. so i mean you've established like a site you've got the first designs and such and mm-hmm. you have a really strong social presence um continuing to continuing to grow forward i i know you are really um uh, into the the sort of the fashion show sort of world, and mm-hmm. um, I know you are such an like an expert in that. And so, I think what I want to sort of jump into now, and I think this is going to be really valuable for people who are listening, is um, for the events that you may not have complete control over yourself, or the ones that you're sort of pushing to get into um, mm-hmm. as the brand. How do you prove your worth for somebody who's never met you, and how do you show them that like? Palicos is meant to be here. You are going to be so glad it is here um, right. before they even know that. How are you communicating that? 
send the most visualizing deck PowerPoint to whoever you're working with. Mm-hmm. Make them know that you're like interested in working. Like you're, you have an agenda. Like you, you know exactly why you want to work with someone. So like, it's a business relationship at the end of the day, but it's also creating a natural relationship to build off each other. Like with me, I love when someone sends me a deck of like whatever project they want to work on. Like it can be whatever. It just gets me excited because they're excited. Like you have, you don't sit there and not be excited making like a PowerPoint. I mean, it might just be me. I get excited making those. <laughs> like, like it's your vision. Like anything that yeah. you say on this PowerPoint is what you said. Like it doesn't even matter. Like the people are just listening. And it's, but it also shows how dedicated you, dedicated you are within the project. And if someone gives, if someone sends you a, what's it called? Back. Oh, if someone sends you a deck back off of your deck, like that's how you know you're going to have a good relationship. I think, I don't know. I think the power of decks is super powerful. It's communication. It's, it's so interesting that that was the first sort of thing you mentioned is that visual piece, because in my mind, it's yeah. the, okay, it's the very first greeting. It's the proving to them that this is, this is why, this is why they need to like hear me. Like right. what's that cue to get them to a stop regular. like reading. Oh, yeah, like meeting, meeting in person. Or just, I mean, like that, just generic, like pitch email that we okay, all like okay. dread to send. Yeah, for um, sure. Let's. I love that you say it's that visual component because that's not what, really what I think we think about um, right. in emails, and that's probably why you stand out so much. And I mean, your brand. I hope you take this as a compliment. Cannot yeah. be put into words. Right. Like it is. <laughs> Thank you. It is that like visual component. And like when I click close my eyes and I hear Palicos, like I see the exact right. green that you use. Yeah. Like that exact shade. Right. Um, so the way that you've portrayed that is really, really powerful and probably why mm-hmm. you stand you stand out in these sort of things. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really curious too, when you're at these sort of events and um, I'm assuming that you've been to somewhere like other sort of brands are there, correct? Yes. Yeah. So do you, do you have any... And do you have like any doubt in your mind when you're like looking at these other brands and what they're doing? Do you look and see those differences between Palicos and them as an opportunity to learn? Or do you feel like you take that in as like a, am I doing something wrong here? Or Mm. how do you view them and how do you like learn from somebody doing something differently? Definitely learning any brand, every single brand, every single anything you can, I, I learn from, like I absorb it like there's not everything, but there might be something that I'm going to mm-hmm. learn from them. You know, maybe I doing something right and, and, and I see how it's working with them. Maybe I can talk to them about it or, you know, even bigger brands. Like when I see bigger brands, I'm like, and when I see them doing certain things, I'm like, Oh, I want to add that into my kind of agenda as well and, and make it better for me as a retailer. Cause like, I always go back with it. Like, it's really about retail. Like, how well is that retail system flowing to a point where you're a consistent inventory-based, like, company? And I just get so intrigued on different people's metric systems, different people's, like, customer service systems, visual merchandising systems. Like, the little details that mean a lot within a brand, like, are the how much detail is into it, how much detail are they doing with the, the hangers? Like when I go to pop-ups and stuff, the first thing I look at is their hangers. Hmm. That's the first thing I look at. That's how you can, to me, I have to feel like that's how you can tell how serious a person, how much effort and detail they're putting into certain things. I don't even have I to guess, look at the clothes. Yeah, the, the presentation of it. The presentation like how, is everything. Like when you walk in there, 
yeah, it's like when I walk in there, like, how do I feel visually? What do I smell? What do I hear? It's like, Mm -hmm. especially with fashion, I've noticed that, you know, not too many people experience it. The more you experience it, the more you understand it. So it's like a learning process for sure. Yeah. Do you, do you find that like the industry as a whole and the people that you've met, do you find that it's a very supportive industry and do you feel like people are eager to sure. teach and to share because i yeah. mean naturally like with any any industry really mm-hmm. there's going to be that overlap between target audience and your consumer is going to be the right. same exactly do you feel like do you feel like everyone embodies the same sort of messaging as you to like learn from others and just continuously share i th- i think somehow i don't know if not all i can't speak for any everyone but i know for me i just feel like i definitely learned and I feel like that I've understood what my mission was in fashion and I appreciate the other person it's 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 very supportive all the people that I went through it's supportive Mm -hmm. because I appreciate them being creative in whatever scene they're doing I appreciate someone when they're working towards their passion or their dream because you're inspiring someone else like it doesn't it, like if you're inspiring someone to follow their true passion you're bringing so much more bliss into the world and with me like i support anyone who's doing something good for themselves and following their actual dream as long as it's not hurting or manipulating themselves or anyone else you know but mm. yeah it's Absolutely. a very supportive community for sure for sure that's i'm i'm so glad to hear that and so important that you're surrounding yourself with those people too yeah you have to and I would, I would guess mm-hmm. that the people that you draw in are those sort of people who embody those same values as you do. Yeah, too. definitely. So, uh, but that's that's so good to hear. And I, I want to also really know because, I mean, obviously you have with e-commerce, you have the numbers and you have the mm-hmm. sales and, and you have follower counts and such. But was there a moment when you realized like this became something? like did you or did you have a sort of like epiphany moment where you're like whoa when did it become this or when did it become this big or like when did like I feel so comfortable with this or have you ever had any sort of moment like that yeah yeah for sure it was um I was at Stephen F. Austin University and it was like my first year our first semester period and um I left to go back to Houston to um, you know, I started going to school back in Houston because there was no point in me going to university out there if I could go back free in Houston. But the day I did that, I was like, you know, I might kind of, I kind of want to go to the Navy. I don't want to do this anymore, like school or anything. Like I want to go to the Navy. And I was like, before I go take the test, I want to go to California and, and like meet one of my friends that I, I've met. And I went out there and I made these shoes, like these van shoes, and it was like just a custom van shoe with like a rose applique on it, and it was like old school vans. And I posted it on Twitter, and just like two minutes later, my phone was just like, Dr-ring. I was like, "What the heck? What Whoa. is happening?" <laughs> and I just look at it, and it's just like, like viralness of this shoe that I just posted, and that's when like our brand grew so much more. Like we were growing, but our brand was growing so much more and this is a time where i'm like about to step off and just kind of go to the navy type stuff this mm-hmm. was like literally a week before prior to it and that's when i realized like this is probably something i should be doing i, mm-hmm. sh- I just need to figure it out i shouldn't give up so easily 
you know. So I'm like, let's keep trying. Let's keep focusing. Not, I, everything happens for a reason, and as long as you, as long as I'm learning something from it, as as long as I feel like I'm happy with what I'm doing, I'm gonna keep doing it for sure. So that was like Absolutely. my aha moment. Were in that moment, were you? I mean, af- afraid? Were you like, did you feel like, oh no, I made the wrong decision, or were you no. more like? overjoyed that something presented itself to show what i should be doing i was very the the second thing that you just said definitely (laughs) Uh, that's exactly how i felt i felt like that was exactly what i was supposed to be doing like god and the universe talked to me i mean and i just had to listen being patient and that just that made me a lot more patient too like i was wanting things so rushed like i was like why don't i have 50,000 followers already. Like, I don't know why I was thinking that at the age, but at the age, that's what you think about. Mm-hmm. Like, why? What am I doing wrong? Like, I know my products are good. Like, we're selling things, but I want it more. And I realized that I just needed to appreciate what was already there instead of looking for more, you know? Yeah. When you appreciate what's already there, even if it's like two kids buying a t shirt you made, like, appreciate those two kids. Like, because then it just grows more and more. Because, like, that allows you to just keep going in a sense it gives you that power that understanding fulfillment to keep going for sure i you your just take on everything is so inspiring to me because i know like if i was in that moment i would be panicking probably (laughs) calling my mom like what is um so i love how you just you are so open-minded to everything and I believe that's really tough when you're starting something new to realize that or keep that open mind of things are going to fall into place that right. are not necessarily anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, but truthfully, at the end of the day, it was, I mean, you said it and I'm a firm believer, like everything is meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have, you have this narrative that you are in control of, but like there is a plan. Right. Um so I love that you embody that. And as we begin to start to wrap up here, um, I always like to end with two sort of questions. Um, and the first one being when you close your eyes and you visualize what your brand is going to be, and this can be on whatever timeline you want. This can be like in a week, this can be in a month, like three years, five years, 10 years, 20, 50, however long you need to visualize out what do you like manifest for Palacos and what do you envision and just like hope for the brand to become? A retail powerhouse, like yeah, <laughs> Abercrombie or will be a brand through Abercrombie. I just see it as a corporate retail, like powerhouse, like with a home office in Japan and America and Europe and I Africa. So that's I just that's exactly what I see. <laughs> Do you does that does I mean of course that thought of that motivates you mm-hmm. um, to build? Do you how easy is it? And I guess sorry I have to ask a follow up no, question on your answer. I know yeah, I said I had like one left. No, it's okay. No, we can take your time. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you feel like? you have an easy job manifesting what those logical steps are to get to that point. Um, Because I mean, you have this beautiful, like wonderful goal that I know Mm -hmm. you will achieve. Like I swear you will one day. Um, Do you you. have like, do you like, I don't know, have 
and I know fear isn't a thing with you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've shown us that. Um, but do you like ever like consider like what are these steps to get there? Definitely. I just I think as soon as you ask yourself that question, you start to do what's to get you start to do things to get that answer. Like mm -hmm. when you ask yourself like what do what do I need to do to start, you know, a brand or start the dishes? You turn on the water. Yeah. You you know get the plate. Like you just kind of guide yourself when you ask these questions because you're not only asking yourself these questions, you're also asking kind of like the universe or whatever higher power you have, or even if you don't have a higher power, like you're your own higher power. Like you just mm -hmm. ask that question out there so you can kind of do it. You it's talking to your mind you're just talking to yourself in a sense to do whatever you want to accomplish or need to accomplish i i love that i you're again you're just take on everything just close <laughs> my mind in the best possible way thank you um and now i'll keep my promise the very last question that i want to ask you well i say that i take back my promise i might have a follow-up because it's all right please do follow you're up. gonna you're gonna give the best answer possible i know it um when when I listen to podcasts and stuff like this, I feel like a lot of the time, whoever's speaking and sort of giving the advice um, often will say something like, you know, like, stay true to yourself, which is a great goal. Like, don't get me wrong. Right. But like, I always find that like the podcast ends and then I'm like, what do I do now? Right. Like, I, I am myself. Like, yeah. I like sit in front of my computer, or, like a notebook, and I'm like, what am I actually supposed to be doing? And so <laughs> I would like to hear what people say to this question of mm -hmm. if somebody has, okay, so, so they've spent the past hour listening to you and your story and your sort of takeaways, what can they do in the hour that follows now to get them started on the right foot or get them in the right mindset or follow any sort of path that you might recommend? Like something that's like, tangible and mm -hmm. they can just get started right away that's a really good question um the first thing is i'm not going to take too long but i'm gonna go deep the first go thing um think that understand and know that all rejections are just redirections so mm -hmm. start whatever you want to do after that go to google or yahoo or whatever and google whatever question that you have for yourself that you want to succeed in like you know what you want to do you know what you need to do to succeed in whatever realm that you want to do or be in you just kind of have to do it you have to put that first step into it it's all for yourself for the next hour write down some goals that you have for the rest of the day what do you want to accomplish for the rest of the day then the rest of the week and whatever case that you want to do it and allow yourself to imagine and vision a more open-minded or a more free atmosphere for yourself to kind of do what makes you happy mm. that was a good hour oh. <laughs> that's and i mean that's a great way to spend time and something that i would say just continuously do mm -hmm. yeah like, and um, keep doing it yeah it as works much as, it does and as much as we want there to be like a just checklist to success like right. this is your logical next step Mm -hmm. um embracing what can become is right. the only thing that you really should be on your to -do list. I love that. Well, I can't thank you enough for all the words of wisdom that you've given. I feel like everything that comes out of your mouth can be a quote <laughs> and it and it like almost in the best way possible like frustrates me that I'm like how are you so 
well-spoken at a young age and you have this amazing brand. I (laughs) am blown away. And I guess, okay, this is the very last question. I promise you. Um, Where, what can people do to support you right now? Where can they see the newest collection or see what you're up to? Um, Social media or our website, palacos.com p-a-l-a-c-o-s-e.com you can watch like videos if you want you can just scroll and hang out on the website just see what's on there see the thing that we do if you want to shop you can shop if you don't you don't have to we have things on the website to hang out on um read a book yeah you have <laughs> and you have like tons of different products and stuff on there yeah like, we have a the lot photography of books things. and I mean, oh God, see, you're, yeah. um, you get me on a tangent so, it's okay. so well. Um, that's incredible. And I, I love watching your brand grow. And the site, I mean, I just continually check up on to see like what you're up to because you. I mean, like the fashion industry, which you've talked about is just so quickly evolving right. and the trends change, but like your values don't. And so mm-hmm. it's always interesting to watch um, how All you right. just grow um, on a brand level, but also a personal yeah, sure. level too. Thank you. You know what I realized too, though? Like I've realized like with, with doing this process, you're always going to find newer things. Like now, like we started from fashion. I kind we just, I just kind of want to allow Palicos to be like a design brand, like any kind mm. of, you know, for the home decor, like we're getting in home decor, furniture, paintings, like just Wait, little stop. home thing. Yeah. We're getting you're into kidding. more like lifestyle, crazy stuff. Yeah. That's so funny that you say that because I genuinely, I'm not making this up. Yeah. I had the thought earlier today when I was revisiting um, all of your stuff, just to make right. sure I was up to date. I had the thought of like, I need this kid to design my apartment oh, because like you that. just have, you just have the eye and the vision for it. So it's so funny that Thank you, you. <laughs> say like, you're going to build it out into a lifestyle. So yeah, definitely. Well, I'll, I'll wait to move until you've got there that you go. all set because, because <laughs> I, I need that in my life. For sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it happen. For sure. <laughs> uh, you are the absolute best. Wishing you Thank all you. the best always, of course. Um, keep doing all the amazing things that you're doing. So you as well. You. Thank and you for this. You're so kind and so gracious. I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> keep me updated with everything, too. Definitely, I, I will. I need to come to a fashion show one day. Yeah, I've one day. To one, so I, oh, shoot, you need yeah. to be the first. Please, please. All right. <laughs> Be well, safe. Thank wait, you for your time. I'll just wait till Fashion Week. and I'll Oh, yeah. There. there you go. Oh, yeah. We'll be there. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Same goes Thank to you. you. Uh, be safe. We'll talk soon, King. You as well. Have a beautiful day. Thanks again to Ezla for joining us today. It's always such a pleasure catching up with him. If you vibed with today's creator, you can follow him at Ezla Lewis on social. And you've got to be sure you're following at Palacos as well. You can also check out the latest collection and what him and the team are up to at Palacos.com. Next time on the show, I'm bringing on another close friend. Can't tell you who just yet, but you don't want to miss it. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite streaming service and follow us at Friendly Media, that's F-R-N-D-L-Y, on all platforms. You can also follow me at Jake Brewer Music, but you knew that only if you want to, though, but I think you should. That's all for today. See you next time for some more Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking.